we had the best intentions. We wanted to get out there and start this business. We found out that customization is very difficult to scale. And so any business who has attempted to do bespoke or customized products can attest to this. It's very, very difficult to grow a business like that. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, everyone. This is an episode about starting something really big, being all in, and then finding out maybe it's not for you and having the strength to, well, exit gracefully. My guest and her partners were off to the races with what seemed like a genius idea, blend custom colors to replace makeup products that were no longer available. But while the business is still chugging along, Trey Bodge left and is now a smart shopping expert that you can see all over the media and with her column in Women's Day. Here is Trey Bodge. Trey Bodge, smart shopping expert. You are a financial grown-up. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. And congratulations, by the way, are in order for your new Women's Day column. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be partnering with Women's Day as their financial expert. I'm covering everything from best buys month to month, how to maximize your tax return, how to save on your Amazon purchases, all sorts of things that savvy shoppers need to know. Awesome. We will definitely put a link to it in the show notes. I am excited to hear your money story because first of all, it has to do with the beauty business. It has to do with being an entrepreneur and it has to do with how much money do you really need to start a business? Do tell. Yeah. So many years ago, two friends and I thought that we wanted to start a beauty business that specialized in the reproduction of discontinued colors. This is something that one of my partners and I had done for another brand that kind of came onto the scene, blew up really quickly, and then kind of fizzled out really quickly because uh, we found out is that customization is very difficult to scale. And so any business who has attempted to do bespoke or customized products can attest to this. It's very, very difficult to grow a business like that. But we had the best intentions. We wanted to get out there and start this business and custom blend products for women and men, of course, and makeup artists. So we started for the first couple of years creating our plan, saving our tax returns, saving our bonuses. Saving the the refunds from the tax returns. Yes, yes. Saving our tax refunds and planning along the way. So what this business was about was really about answering a problem that many women had, which was when you have a favorite product, like your favorite eyeshadow or your favorite lipstick, and then that product is discontinued. We set out to reproduce those products as close as we could to the original color and texture. And then we kept that formulation on file so you can reorder at any time. Now, I I love that. It's such a helpful process for so many people because you finally find that thing that works and then suddenly you can't get it anymore. And forgive me, I do sometimes speak about it in the past tense because I'm no longer with the business. The business is still alive and well. Uh, You can find it at threecustom.com. 
com. My two partners are still running the business, but about four years ago, I decided that I needed to move on and do new things, which is kind of where I've landed as a smart shopping expert. Tell me, what is the lesson from that story? What is the takeaway? So for me, and in terms of being a financial grown up, you know, when we set out to start our business, there's this excitement and energy about getting the business out there right away. So my recommendation to all potential entrepreneurs out there is I know you want to get out there and you want to get out there now. However, the time that it takes to save the money or to crowdfund, for instance, if you're going to do Kickstarter or Indiegogo, or if you're going to look for venture capital or money from family and friends, the time that it takes to gather that money is time that works for you. You need the time to do your market research, to attend trade shows, to interview people and, and really flesh out what you want this business to be, because there are so many brands out there. How are you going to differentiate and set yourselves apart from the competition? So for me, I would say to people, just take your time. Don't get frustrated by how long it takes to start a business and use that time to your advantage. Give us a money tip, something tangible that people can literally do today. This is a tip that, that I think can apply to many things, whether it's going to be starting a business or paying off your student loans or any other debt, is to take money that may feel like a windfall and rather than spending it and going on a luxurious trip or buying a fancy handbag or even doing a renovation in your apartment – save that money. So save that money towards your business. So what my partners and I did over the course of about two years is every tax refund we got, every bonus that we received, and then any extra money from, you know, if, if we inherited a little bit of money or anything extra like that, we did not take that money for ourselves. We we put it in the bank. And so the three of us each saved over two years, and we were in our early 20s at the time, we each saved $25,000. And so for the three of us, we were able to start our business with $75,000 after a couple of years. So that would be my money tip is that money that feels like something extra, instead of going to town with it and spending it, put it away towards your goal. But it's hard because you feel like it's found money. Yeah, it does. And it's, it is hard. It almost feels like you're on a diet. You know, it's like you, you have that diet, you have the rules in front of you and everything you're supposed to eat and not eat. And you really, really, really want to eat that thing that you're not supposed to eat. To me, it's a similar feeling. You see that money cross your hands and you so want to go out and enjoy it and treat yourself because, you know, especially with say a bonus from work, it's like that's being given to you as a, 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 a congratulations for work well done. And you want to enjoy that. But instead put that away and you'll save money so much faster than you think you can. All right, Trey Bosch, thank you so much. Wonderful story, wonderful advice. And we will all be checking out your column in Women's Day and visiting your website, which is treybodge.com, right? Yes, it's treybodge.com or truetray.com. And definitely follow me on social. I'm True Trey or Trey Bodge. And so I hope to see you all there as well. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I loved Trey's story because it highlights the gray areas of startup life. Sometimes a business is solid, but maybe not the future that you want. It's not a bad thing. It's just not your thing. Financial grown-up tip number one, leaving something that isn't right for you is like leaving a relationship with someone that you are just not that into. You could stay 
it will probably be okay. But by staying with something that isn't for you, you are also not finding the business or career that is right for you. It's the missed opportunity cost. Don't get caught up in sticking with something for fear, people judging you, or an idea that you are not a quitter. It's not about the exit. It's about what you find behind the door that you open as you leave. Financial grown-up tip number two, as Trey says, whenever you start something new, don't rush in. Take the right amount of time to build yourself enough runway that you can be intentional when you do ramp up. You don't want to be scrambling for cash to fill an order. Be purposeful. Spend the time before you spend the money. Thank you all for your support. If you have not already, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any episodes and be in touch on Twitter at Bobby Rebel, Instagram at Bobby Rebel One, and of course, visit my website, bobbyrebel.com and sign up for our mailing list so we can keep you posted on what's going on at the show. And of course, spread the word, tell a friend. Thank you also to Forbes for naming Financial Grown Up as one of five podcasts that are getting it right. That was really cool. I hope you all enjoyed this episode with smart shopping expert Trey Bodge and that we all got one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.